Oh. All right. Well, if, there's no, uh, there, are there any new people there if they have any question? If not, I'm going to uh, go off now. Uh, anybody have questions or comments? There's two John S's. I like this today. <laughs> Mike Saraswati raised her hands. Oh, did she? Mm -hmm. eh? oh, oh, Sarah in her square is raising her hand. I'm Sarah Wasky, sorry, Sarah. Sarah Watsi. Yes. Go, Want to go ahead? Oh, wait, actually, wait, wait a second while I mute all, just to, to many to mute. And yeah, ask the question if you like. Okay, now both of you unmute yourselves. Paul, you too. Hi, um, everybody. Hi, Paul. Um, hey. My name can you is, speak up? Yeah, my name is Sarah. A little bit, if you can, a little louder. Yeah, my name is Saraswati, and I'm in a 12-step program. Yep. Oh, yeah, I told you last week. Yeah, yeah I just uh, found your work, and um, so um, my question is about, well, I want to say self-love, but maybe I'll say inner love, um, inward-directed love, or care, or warmth. And how to approach those states? Um, what what may be a different way or a new way to approach that state that might encompass um, the point of view that you're you're speaking to? And I guess I'll just the context is just sort of all right. Well, yeah, I'll just leave it there. Thank you. I'll pass. Yeah how we see it here is see see something first and then things will follow yeah and they're not going to be calls to action it'll be a way of disarming and then things uh, change on their own without your interference so much so you recognize the essence of what's going on in a sense and if if you recognize the essence of what's going on, you're not gonna arm up or put a uniform or get ready to march to war. It's going to, if you, if the message hits you, it's very disarming. And then uh, everything is possible. Sometimes what's possible is directed in a way that it doesn't seem to be possible to you. I believe when there's a certain recognition you start getting directed in a different way. And maybe you would say, instead of looking for inner love, maybe you'll be directed by inner love. Yes. Yeah. Stuff like that. So that's how I see it here. I, uh, I'm not a, a, a I'm not a vocal supporter for approaching anywhere or trying to get anywhere. I just want to see what what's going on, Alfie, so to speak. Yeah, and then let it take its course. Now, the course it took with me was not doing anything, literally, a lot, concerning uh, the situations I found myself in. There was a, re a reaction that I, sh I should do something about it, but I saw that mental reaction as part of that which is not me. Yeah. 
So a lot, the first thing that you're going to hear when the new gets revealed is from not you. <laughs> yes. It's going to say it's the one that sees it and it's time to get to work. Yeah. I need to approach better or something like that. I don't find that to be true. So as we were speaking before the meeting here, let's say you've been in a spacesuit, let's say, and you're in a world and atmosphere and all this, and then you start noticing uh, that you're in a spacesuit, yeah? And there's a certain uh, difference that gets presented that wasn't there before, that there's a subtle idea you're not the spacesuit. Yeah? So you start recognizing the failures of the spacesuit and you're not the spacesuit. So you're not busy trying to work on it as much. Yeah. Because you've recognized that's part of the failure of the spacesuit. Yeah. You wanting to make it better is a failure of the spacesuit. But what happens with this message is that sense of being the sin that's inside the spacesuit is of the spacesuit. Yeah. So it's another aspect of the spacesuit that wants to get out of the other aspect of the spacesuit. It's the same same. In other words, you're the ride no matter what. No matter what ride you think you're on and you want to get off of, you're a ride. Yeah? And this ride, you may get on, let's call it birth, and you may get off calling death, but in between, there's no getting off it. You are that, right? So this is just like you kick an eye the failure of the spacesuit, you can recognize like the insulating, the insulating inside is also the spacesuit. Yeah. Yeah. That works for me. I lost interest in that which I saw as the spacesuit, and then I became suspicious of that which was talking about the qualities or the failures or the dreams of the spacesuit was also the spacesuit, yeah? And so to me, that's the great wisdom of no escape. That what that what that aspect of what we're not that wants to escape from what we're not is still an aspect of what you're not. It's great to see. So now you'd go, you don't get moved by its clarion calls. You don't fall for the thing of, okay, now you've been pointed out that you're inadequate, now get to work and let's change that condition. You don't find, you don't get drafted and you don't sign up. Yeah. And then you see what happens. And maybe to me, it's been the most disarming effect that has lasted. I don't believe it, it comes up for debate every three years or, okay, it's time to get that, to get busy or get to work. I haven't gotten a call up. It's like the war has been called off. I'm not afraid of getting drafted anymore. Yeah, it's going on for I don't know how many years now. So basically, I'm a conscientious objector. Yes, in a certain way. I've seen something and then I saw something that was saying it was seeing something. I did. Now, I had never gone to that second part. Yeah. So... I was trying to uh, see. I was trying to keep seeing more, and then I realized there's more seeing, yeah, way more seeing than what I can see. 
what I can see can be more or less, but what's seeing is way, way, way. Yeah. So that's all. I don't know if that helps with the question, but that's how I see it. So when someone says, how do I approach something? I say, you don't. Yeah. I would say that which thinks they're approaching also believe they departed. I'm neither that which approaches or departs. Yeah. Hallelujah. So I lose interest in the approaching and I lose interest in the departing. Yeah, it seems to work. So I truly believe this ride has a lot of opinions about the rides it's on. Relationship ride, health ride, world ride, hierarchy ride, and it wants to get off in a lot of ways. And you would think that would be a natural tendency but the off is still part of the ride yeah do you remember we we talk about it a lot with the matrix movie i think it was the first one or second one where neo is established as the savior you know a special one and shit like that and he looked pretty cool the leather fucking raincoat with the ray-bans beautiful cut hair i mean fucking he looked like the one if you could imagine the one fleet of foot running around and that then he runs into a manifestation of the programming, you know, which is this a mainframe. There's a programming that the humans have been sort of whatever. But he's he's going to change all that, and he runs into it, and it, the mainframe is presenting itself as the architect. So it's like the builder of the whole mainframe, and he comes into this room which has all these little TVs on both walls of Neo in like action shots, you know, Neo fighting Mr. Smith or whatever, H. Smith, Neo, 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 Neo. Every one of them had Neo in it. And he goes, oh, Neo, the contemporary savior or something. And he says, oh yeah, Neo. Uh, when we first put out this programming, there was an aberration, which was the savior. It's been corrected and you're the number seven savior. <laughs> So you're the number one, you're the one as the seventh time. <laughs> so basically, whatever threat it had to the system had was been neutralized, and now the threat to the system is part of the system. This is the head. You can't get out of it long enough to entertain its absence. You can't. So the point of this message is to realize that and realize the solution here is failure. It's the greatest success where you fail. You finally realize you're not getting out of here. You feel, finally realize the great wisdom of no escape. The great wisdom. Yeah. You finally get it. And it's disarming. I feel completely disarming. Completely. The way you feel with time changes, everything, every effect of the system now is seen differently because you're not reacting to it from the system. There's some, there's a response before it that leaks in and you can know it. You know, it's not of the system because it's fucking super novel has a, a certain frequency and it rings a certain way. And it's like an unspoken yes, or the knowledge before all knowledge. It says something there Recovery, we call it the unsuspected inner resource. You want to call it the innermost. You want to call it the absolute in this relative event. Whatever, you're going to feel it. You're going to have a sense of it. Not feel it like you feel 
rough a rough surface but a feeling like an awareness like a you know feeling imagine how an octopus feels it doesn't probably feel like we do it has a little brain in each sucker it's taken in so yes but it's feeling nonetheless so can you imagine you could have an a huge sense or a feeling of something that's not held or touched or rubbed or stroked. Yeah. Yes, you can. It's the sense of presence. Yeah. You sense presence. Sort of like if if the water of the ocean was putting out a vibe, you could see, you know, all these fishes, and then you could see the awake one be like, you know, it's finally sensed the presence of the ocean. Fucking finally. He's like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Looks just like every other fish, but yeah, it's feeling something. Yeah. So that to me, hold on a second. So yeah. There's a rye. It's like the Russian doll thing. There's a doll and a doll and a doll. I don't know how far you need to go with that. There's a doll and a doll, maybe only twice, maybe three times, but there's going to be a finite point where you're going to realize you're in the promised land. You are. And, and when you do, it's going to tell you you've never left the promised land, which makes complete sense why everything's greatest success is failing. Because mostly everything is about somehow getting somewhere else or making something better. And this is not has nothing to do with it. It doesn't because it truly believes no matter how much it looked like it's happened, it hasn't. Yeah. No matter how much you chant it, no matter how much you believe it, no matter how much that system thinks about it, does not make it so. It does not make it so. Our acquiescence to it is what seemingly makes it so. And that can be that can be rescinded, that can be retracted. Yeah. Shoot. We can now. Are you in? Are you engaged in that of that deal? No, you are the spacesuit. Yeah. <laughs> the system is built. It's it's programmed, not AI. A thing is not going to grow into a non-thing. I do not believe it. Yeah, it will always think of everything as a thing. It'll, when it imagines its absence, it will imagine it being there. It can't help itself. It will. This cannot imagine its absence. It all, It's always there being the one who's imagining it. Don't you see it? This is the point. You're not getting out. Hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Because if every movement produces like they say in zen you know one move of the eyelid can be ten thousand miles so whatever movement whatever however long or short it is however clear or unclear it is any movement is a denial of the fact of being here any movement and the this system is represented as an action system it has an action figure that it's obsessed with. I mean, the self-centeredness, so it can picture, but really the identification is as the doer, the thinker, the feeler. Yes? Uh, this is a this is an act, this is an action, an action. And in this case, being what you are 
demands or commands no action to be what you are, none. And you can see the experience of consciousness. Did you ever see consciousness sweat? It looks like, oh, it's having a hard day. I've been conscious of so fucking much shit, you know? It doesn't seem to have any thought or effort to be what it is. I just do not believe why you believe that through thought and effort, you can arrive at that which demonstrates no thought or effort. I just don't get it anymore. You know, so, yeah. yeah. So that's why when everyone talks about their successes, I just hope it ends up in quicker and a failure. <laughs> I do. I used to have a friend and I loved her and everything was amazing. Yeah. And after seven, the amazings, it's not it, yes. Amazing doesn't capture it. It doesn't. There's a lot of amazing shit, but it ain't it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I lost whatever we were talking about, but it doesn't matter. This is a point I wanted to get through today because we were talking about it earlier, which is, Let's say a guy shared it once here, a guy named Justin. He says, uh, I'm never going to get it. Could be a terrible mind fuck for someone, or it could be hallelujah. Going to get it, told to something that wants to get it would be super frustrating. Yeah. But if you've had enough, yeah, that's hallelujah. You're never going to get it. Or hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. And why? Because you are it. And this is what it com completely evades the system. So if the system is trying to figure it out, it can't figure that out because it already has in the system that you're something. And when that something keeps running into another something it's supposed to be, it's got to be a something. <laughs> It doesn't mind merging into something. It doesn't mind reconnecting into something. It doesn't mind diving into the ocean with something. It does mind that there is a being and it can't become it. Yeah. No. And this is what sets off the, the really the most rapacious, the most rabid desire, which is the desire to become and unbecome which is the head. The head wants to become shit that it believes it's not and wants to unbecome shit that it believes it is. And it, this desire just plays a game. Aversion, hate, this, that, that, the, that, that. Yeah? Because it's agitated. Yeah? It's been shook up. It tries to blame others for the shakeup, but its nature is to be agitated. The mental one. That's why in Hinduism with the monkey of the mind they want to find that pole of meditation and stick that monkey on it and follow your breath and the monkey after because of its nature being agitated may calm down a little bit and you'll feel a little better yeah but once the monkey's oop banana shoots off the pole then it's agitated because that's its nature it's not its nature not to, is not to be calm the mental activity is an activity yeah, it's not on off and then something turned it. It's on, it's active. 
Yeah, active, active. And the thing is, it's overly active. And the more interest and attention goes there, it mutates more. Look at what's happening. It just keeps mutating and mutating. Yeah. Now it has technology where it sees itself all fucking day. Some people are on a, you know, they remember when you were young, they were up, they were warning about the the uh, the dangers of TV. The kids sitting there for three, there are people now 15 hours a day. Little ones, side ones, this ones, this ones, big ones, now goggle ones. It's just, I mean, it's all freaking day. Where's all the dangers of that? No one, very little of it. They have rehabs now for people addicted to this shit. Yeah. They don't take your your syringe away. They take your iPad away now. <laughs> All right, check them. iPad, small iPad, watch, goggles. <laughs> He's carrying. I didn't find any drugs in him. Oh, no? Fucking this, 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 this. Ah. So, yeah. That's right. I know. They have holes there. Chiropractors are becoming specialists trying to create, you know, fix yeah. the spine from being like this all day. They're going to find bones things <laughs> and they're going to hypothesize why are they all bent and like this? Those they must have been carrying heavy blocks. No, they were on the phone. They're on the phone. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna put in. Oh, Paul passed away. We're gonna put put his most cherished possessions in the coffin. All right, iPad, phone, other phone. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? Like there was an old story. Sorry, folks, I'm going off on this. There was an old story I read by Edgar Allan Poe, Poe, the premature burial. And at the turn of the century, a lot of people were afraid they get buried alive because there was something that you looked like you were dead. So they had these whole things like bells that come out, yeah. To, to tell people that, hey, I'm not dead. I'm not dead. So here's, so now we're in this moment and the person has that problem. They come to, there's their iPad, iPhone, as long as they got Wi-Fi, they're fucking good. <laughs> oh no, it's lagging. I'm good. No, they don't even get on there. They just put on the headset and they're out. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. You know, there's a science fiction author from the 2010s that wrote about a society that cocooned itself and watched virtual reality. Even back then, they were seeing that creep up somehow. Yeah, well, that in the Matrix, that was the next move. They put iPads in those little bottles, those little things. People could just watch videos all day. Take all the energy you want. Yes. <laughs> all right. So anyone have any questions?
Well, sense. So yeah. there's a sense of presence, and then the head produces a sense of individuality. And the sense of, as Ramana would say, the sense of individuality provokes the sense of free will. Now, a lot of people want to go to debates about is there free will or predetermination, or there is there free will in predetermination? Yes, but they're not looking at the real point, which is the sense of individuality. So Ramana once again answered this thing. He says, the only value that these questions have is to see who's asking them. So don't stop at the free will, not free will. Look at the sense of individuality, and it's a manufactured sense. Yeah. When you first felt it as a body here, you didn't know it was Paul. You didn't see, they They say that the, the child does not see any separation called a mother. It's just not there yet. The brain develops, and then this sense of you becomes manufactured, yeah? And then it becomes the dominant theme, and now that you has aspects of itself that we are, that are unknown to us, Yeah. So sometimes people have a rude awakening and it changes their whole life and they get sober. They were out there going crazy, had no idea really. And then something whacks them and they see, yeah? And there, something occurs and it pivots their whole life. And now they never drink again or they stop doing whatever, yeah? But they don't see now that, now the new observer of the life, not as the old observer, is the same as the old, old observer. It's an identification, and it's a sense coming from the same system, the mental system. So now you feel like you've recognized you and saw a lot of it as not you, but you're still recognizing that you from another you. This just doesn't get noticed. Most, most things that help us here take you to the first point. So you see... The aspects of you that were working and da da da, and then these are the ways you can make it better and do this and do that, and it ends there really. And then now you're still saddled, you still have the same jockey, yeah. But now the whips may be different. Maybe it's not whipping you in the ass; it's whipping you here a little bit, yeah. Maybe it's and your food goes up; it's a little better. But I'll tell you, you're being ridden. You're being driven and ridden by something. And that something doesn't have your best interest at heart. It doesn't for most people. And for some people, it's so extreme, like the ones in addiction, it's so obvious it doesn't have your best intentions at heart. Yes, it could give a shit about you. You're used for transportation. Yeah. So that is an aspect. But all the while, it's saddled with a sense of an, being an individual. And everything... Or you're, or you're escaping from something to another place still has that sense of individuality. So there's always going to be a you wherever you go. You go. This isn't about stopping it. It's about seeing it. Yeah, because it's going to happen mechanically. Yeah, and it doesn't mean 
that your condition is faulty or inadequate, it means its condition is habitual and mechanical. That's what it means. We're mostly misreading it. We believe when it shows back up, our, somehow our spiritual armor has a big hole or something. No, no. What can a failed system show you? It's failed. What can the, what can the mental system show you? It's mechanical and habitual. So wherever you are, if, if that you are is appearing here and now, there's going to be a claiming of it. And you're going to be represented by that sense of individuality. Yeah. And that sense of individuality is the bondage. It's the bondage. Everything piles on that. But that what allows all that to pile on is the sense of individuality. We're not saying there is no sense of individuality. We're just not an individual who's having a sense of individuality. We're not an individual that's having the sense of individuality. Something is having the sense of individuality, but I am apart from that. Yes? To have that distance or space not become only triggered by a phenomenal experience or in certain conditional circumstances, but is readily available throughout your day to me is the basis of traveling lighter. Yeah, we talked about it the other day with the retreats. I mean, I went to a, we used to go to a place called Spirit Rock. We used to call it the Upper Middle Way. Fucking very incredible place. I mean, they their bedroom was better than my bedroom. Yeah, they had eagle claw bathtubs and shit and great food. And there you are doing it for like two weeks, three weeks. And then at the end, they have it sit down with you and say, are you going to go home now? I go, I hope so. Yeah. Uh, don't go on the freeway. Don't go on the highway. Don't play any fucking heavy metal. Don't, stay, don't eat any uh, jalapenos. It's like, this is, I'm leaving with the most fragile fucking thing, like some, you know, glass maker made a glass bubble and I'm sure to break it when I leave this fucking com completely controlled fucking setting. That's not freedom. That fragile. Don't talk to me. Don't. It's just ridiculous. I mean, Jesus, it sounds like a, you know, a fucking crystal, you know, one of those crystal, a Gucci crystal or something. Jesus Christ, I did like about four four millimeters of neoprene to protect it. You know, oh, oh, that to me, no, this is, this is, there's a before that's not sullied by the after. There's a before that's not touched by the after. There's a before just like this guy that allows everything to appear in it and yet it's not affected by anything that appears in it. We have that quality. Why do you see, why do see it be expressed in the dreaming. It's our quality. Why did the Tibetan and the Dokshan thing use the open, clear sky as, an, as a, a way of implying mind? Because it was mind using the sky. Yeah? The big mind was using the sky to represent itself in this dreaming. You sit and you look, huge, everything. 
birds flying. I don't see birds bumping into any fucking sky. I don't see, there's never a giant cloud traffic jam where there's no room because all the clouds know better. They all move. Everything's moving. Everything's, nothing stops. Wait a minute. Stops. No down to be found. Just moving, moving. Seems to work. Look at when they have an overview of Calcutta, trafficking Calcutta. It looks fucking incredibly insane, but there's a pattern there. No one's running into each other. There's no lights, nothing. Yeah, it's just fucking pandemonium. But somehow it works because it's all moving. It's all moving, all moving, all moving. You're not going to have the view of moving if you believe you're in. You're not going to see it. You're not going to see the being of things, the living of things. Not you can't imagine it because all you do is lose interest in the noun and you'll feel like what it feels like to be verbing. Yeah, you'll see the uninterrupted activity going on always. Da 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 da. Yeah, you will. It's inevitable because you're aware. Yeah. Just see what you're not. I do not believe you can get out of here as the here you think you are. I just don't. I believe the idea of being a body is only here in this dreaming of bodies. I do not believe a body can transcend into the no body world as a body. Just don't, just don't see it. Yeah. So that's why it doesn't really want to succeed because it's no, it's going to hit its head on the ceiling. It's not going anywhere. It's not escaping or going anywhere. It can't leave. Yeah, that's the beautiful news. So I try to get out of here really fucking a lot since I've been six. And that thing ended a while ago. These messages aren't about interesting ideas. They have effects. The great wisdom of no escape can have a huge effect on you. It can be a description of exactly where you were brought to. Yeah. The great wisdom of no escape. There is no escape from an imaginary place. That's incredible wisdom. Yeah. So now maybe you can travel through this place with a lightness that could not be found in this place. It can be expressed here, but it ain't found here. Yeah. It's got to come through what we are here. Yeah. I feel that you can do. You can travel lighter. Yeah, all right. It's a beautiful day, isn't it? A lot of nice little wind coming. Rich got cleared up, cleaned up, got a nice haircut. Still doesn't have any pants. It's okay. Yeah, you're looking good. Uh, everyone else, you know. My fashion consulting is for free. Uh, I, I I take advantage of it. If you, just, if you want an upgrade, it won't take long, won't take much. Some are lost causes, but some of you still, there's the possibility of presenting a good fashion plate. But anyone else, Mike, there? No? No? I can, can hear you. Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, hey, hey Paul. Oh, I, hey, it's Jonathan. Jonathan. I, 
Yeah, I, I spoke with you uh, last week and we were talking about, you know, the non-existent thing, asking the non-existent thing. You explained it, Ramana Maharshi said that. And I, what I want to say was, um, you just mentioned it a few minutes ago, the effects and and how quickly the, that, that the, the, the little cell, like, will, will, will take it. Yes, yes. And, you know, it's like, it seems like it may have been built up to this big thing. I know it's, it's non-existent, but it's, it's in a habit kind of thing. And a funny thing happened a few days after I spoke with you, I was sitting at my, uh, you know, desk, dining room table. I was doing some stuff. And I remember hearing in the meeting, um, it's, it always, it always has something to squawk about. <clears throat> And I was sitting there and I, and I, I thought that and I was like, hmm, hmm, yeah, it always, and then I, something opened up and I, I could see, not I could see, but there were, that sense was there that it, it like got caught with its pants down. There, it was, it was almost like I was embarrassed, but I wasn't embarrassed. And yes. then it, it's, it's almost like, I, you know, when you're driving up a hill and your ears kind of. And it was just like, wow. And it, it was, it was because I think that happens, you know, unknowing, it just gets rolling so fast and it'll, it'll own those things. And so I've been doing, um, I like the organic way you teach you let it happen, see what you're not, you know, I mean, you know, Rama, Rama said that Nisargadatta said that. And it's funny because I've always, there's always been a little sense of wonder and something behind it, but I, it was always like I was having that experience, but this was different. It was just an opening. And um, there, there's been less, I'm, I'm able to, to see it better now, even though it, you know, it just keeps running, but I'm I'm able to ignore it, but I'll go out like today. I did a bunch of stuff, and, and it'll just—it's almost like it, there's like a quaking that you know, it's trying. What is it? It's not—it's not even real. It's so mechanical. I think that sense of I does it always have a need? You know, this isn't enough. Um. I, and I think say one thing, bro. One thing. Yeah. First of all, there's nothing to claim it. There's a claiming of it that implies that there's a one that did it. Yeah. There isn't a one that's claiming it. There's not like a foreign one that claims it to be the doer. There's just claiming it, claiming the doing, and then it implies the doer, and then we live from there. You see. And then we think it 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 claimed it. No, there's no it that claimed it in a way. What the, there's claiming, and then the claiming implies that there's a you that did it. Yeah, right. You're the one who's claiming, and then maybe you have an opinion, a spiritual opinion. You don't want to be the one that's claiming it, which just gets you more engaged. Yeah, yeah. But they're <laughs> claiming it. Sorry, they're just claiming it. 
when it if it has weight, it's because the, the head has fallen for the it that's implied. So now, oh, it's me that's claiming it again and whatever. Yes? That's, that's yeah. what I've been calling it, it. Yeah, yeah. so just remember <laughs> it's just claiming. And the effect of the claiming isn't based on it. It's based on the reaction to it, which we play that role, let's say. Yes? Yeah. So the claiming doesn't do shit because it's just an act. It's just a, an imaginary act. What gives it any weight is us. Yeah. We are the reality. Like it or not, we are reality here. Yeah. We're yeah. Dreaming. Yeah. Yeah. So the different yeah. weight. Hmm? Yeah. The difference this time, it was, it was kind of like, it, it wasn't a big deal. It's like, yes. the, the real is here. Um, I don't have to make a spiritual situation out of it or, you know, try to just go do the next, you know, yeah. thing. And, and it's almost like a, it, it's so effortless to be what you are, you know, yeah. there, there's, there's nothing, it, there's nothing to do. It's just, that's what drives the agitation yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. Crazy, driven crazy by there's nothing to do. Yeah, like it's used to it, you know, and it's starting to waver and little mirrors are flying off of it. Uh, who knows? I'm just, you know, that's storytelling. Um, but what it is, I feel, is when, let's say you see something and you see something and you see something. One time you see something and there's an emphasis. The next time you see it without the emphasis. That thing that you see is completely different based on the level of interest. Yeah. And this yeah. is how things get revealed. When people are full of themselves, they're never going to get the revelation that comes from self forgetting. Yeah. When there's yeah. a lost interest yeah. in you, is when the greatest interest is found. Yeah. Yeah. Is that why it's so sticky it's with the greater, spirit? Hold on one second. When you have a great okay. interest in finding it, it's it there's so much meaning smeared all over it. Yeah. But when yeah. the emphasis moves, that's the that's the essence of traveling lighter. Yeah. It's just yeah. the emphasis changes. You you aren't the primary statement in the sentence now. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it, it blows its it blows its covers because there's like a phantasmical kind of interpretations start up, you know, about yeah later and before and or even right now all that all that stuff yeah you would think though that it would be spread on every other you but it doesn't because uh there is a coronation process there's a you presented then it now becomes you and then that you is has a coronation and it's crowned me and now me <laughs> separates you from every other you and fuck you because it's not affecting me <laughs> basically it's <laughs> incredible and it you can see you there is a in time things happen so are you presented constantly then suddenly you go you you me ah yeah <laughs> yeah no showing of empathy to all the other yous because now me, I'm a unique, special you, not like you at all. Uh.
Yeah, I, I had a chuckle before because uh, I was looking I was looking forward to the meeting and I was saying, wait a second, nobody wants to go and listen to no one talk about nothing. <laughs> and he's excited about it. <laughs> That's fine. I yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited. I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I've been doing the same shit for years. <laughs> I must have gotten better offers over the years. I just keep the same card game. <laughs> no one wins. <laughs> just play out the hand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, it's happy that we have this bathroom. Yeah. This person's used it twice now. Great. You know what? how difficult it is if you're living out and can't find a bathroom? Remember what it was like in the pan pandemic? Or oh, yeah. That you use the bathroom? Yeah, there's no more trash. A lot of people's lives. No more, no more trash cans they can't and benches. They don't have a bathroom available. And so in a weird way, we have a meeting here and we've just allowed someone's day to go better without any intention, but they have an open bathroom and no one's, yeah, use the fucking bathroom. You know, they never it's a big deal when it's, you know, when you're out there. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. Yeah. Italy, whatever. Yeah. Or the worst was in India because you had to go so badly, but the place you were going to go in, you just refused. It was yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. It was worse to keep it inside than to put it outside. You, you I mean, it was that. fucking unbelievable. You got to <laughs> use, use the alleyway, but watch out for the pigs. Oh. <laughs> All right. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. I can't you see you. I know the lighting's not really good right here. Thank yeah. you. You're welcome. Anyone else? Me. 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 Can you hear me? <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, we don't. We don't acknowledge these here. We barely not uh, acknowledge a you. <laughs> me. We can hear you. No. You can. Yeah, you sound good right now for the first time in a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I changed some settings. That's why I'm trying to confirm. Yeah. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah, it's not, I can hear you good right now. Yep. Paul, can you hear me? Why yes. does Paul not respond? Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> this is very strange. Okay, well, let me try then. Because I wanted to add a variant to what I wanted to add a variant to what Cyrus said. Paul. What? Paul. Yes. I think you need to be quiet because yes, I don't I'm think here. I'm going to succeed. Okay. I wanted to add a variant to what Sarah Swatchy said earlier that um instead of because here we you know use self differently so when she brought up self-love i wondered about loving the centered experience uh because i i was just at my ping pong meeting and i had this a uh, great experience that i wouldn't say anywhere else where uh my my partner and i went to catch a ball that was that the other team missed our side of the table and we both interlocked fingers around the ball. We caught the ball at exactly the same time. And it was such a, you know, an intimate and cool thing. And it's like, you know, it's a punctuation mark in the whole ping pong game, which is great. But, you know, the, immediately the, you know, and this ties in with the sense of individuality where like, I want to repeat the story and make it a story and that's in time. So that's maybe the sense of individuality, but that's my best guess at 
you know, uh, what love is, because I'm not that good with, you know, relationships and stuff like that, but that, you know, there can be, you know, a momentary encounter that is outside the description, but, you know, I can go ahead and make a story of it and call it a punctuation. I can call it like going back to being a small child that it's centered. There's a, it seems to be a perceptual center and that is all that's ever going on. And, and, and that could, you know, I'm just wondering about calling that love instead of the idea of a, an actual, you know, sense of individuality that has to love itself. Yeah. Okay, that was it. <laughs> no, I'm just... When whatever's going on I tend not to put a name on it so so I'm, then I can't get a return envelope so I just don't so uh yeah I would feel like uh yeah and we we used to really use the word love much at the talks because I feel it's uh it's like uh, it's got a lot of weight for a lot of people and stuff, and I'd rather I'd rather not talk about the tra trajectory of love. I'd rather have people feel it, the trajectory of love, and then have their own sense of what it is for them before they hear someone else's idea. Yeah, but I that idea of. Uh, going around a ping pong ball and in that moment you know it was funny thing when we drive over the bridge Golden Gate Bridge we had toll booth operators and a lot of times you'd make eye-to-eye -eye contact with the toll booth person and there would Definitely. be a, a moment of honest very fleeting there was horns behind you there was a lot of you'd have a lot of lovely contact with us and now that's gone and stuff but you know yeah I feel, um, yeah, I really love to, uh, you know, I have a seat assignment, so I try to detail a lot of stuff about what we're not. The living of life, I don't try to detail at all. I just feel tons of stuff and then, you know, feel tons of stuff. And sometimes, uh, Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm in a fugue right now. Because there's lovely streams of a lot of things. I But, you know, does it make it better to know it's the Colorado River or the, or the Snake River? It's the river, right? It's the rivering that matters. Yes? So... I feel all of us are able to transmit love and receive love. We may have a toll gatekeeper up there that has different ideas, yes? But there are so many moments that uh, that nakedness of love is triggered with animals and everything else. Yeah, yeah.
and the love to the inner believe the the inner is love in a sense so the loved for the inner the inner is love that's one of its massive no quality qualities yes yeah, so i don't think i have to love it i think it is love really and i'd rather find i find more uh that we're expressions of that which already is more than experiences of new things that never were. Yeah, I truly believe I'm more this this is less of an experience and more of an expression, this event. Yeah. And one of the one of the great expressions is love. Yeah. Love for that person who's old and can't cross the street, you know? Love for the the inability for many of us to th think outside the box. We can't, you know, like supposedly Jesus put out a really nice message at the end. He said, hey, forgive them for they know not what they do. Don't you think that could fall on every one of us? Yeah. I think we're, we, we're saddled with an idea that doesn't really fit the experience. We're saddled with the idea that we're the driver, but it feels more like you're driven. Yeah, it's like if you ever had anger come up and then you acted out on it, you felt more driven than you were driving. Yes, you just lost it and fucking went off. And this scene, I feel mostly there are that which always is comes through us and expresses through us. So the undifferentiated light comes to us and it differentiates seemingly appears to be different and i believe we we have the ability to observe and express i don't believe uh you know trying to milk out as much you can out of every experience i don't i think it's more what you put into it in a way yeah i just it's just the way it i was turned around since i had a certain part in my life where i looked at things differently so I see as an action figure, it has an observational quality and its vehicle is expression. So whatever takes you over is going to express through you. Yeah. And it's truly going to be anonymous here. It doesn't leave a fingerprint or an autograph. Yes. That's about your intimation of it. But something is going to live through us. And it's going to leave effects, but it's going to be anonymous. Yeah, which is beautiful to me. So, yeah, I don't know where that was coming from, but that's how I feel about it. So I never, we never talk about love or that much or. Yeah, I think a lot of stuff is better felt than talked about. Yeah. And I'd much rather realize I'm an expression of that which is always here instead of having to try to approach it as something else, yeah? I don't want to take any more fucking journeys only for just uh, just because I have the season ticket as an action figure, but I'm not into journeying into a transcendent point, yes? Yeah, I feel we are what we're looking for. I feel that. That we are right now what we're looking for. No matter what we're looking for, we are that which is looking. Yeah. 
not the I, the name all know the act the awareness of what's looking is an awareness yeah the looker is Paul yeah so entering a profound state right now let's talk about something dog shit like profundity is arising I think I love all of you now five out of eight ain't bad <laughs> all right <laughs> no matter how you cut it <laughs> all right anyone else Mike or we got a close shop here yeah you got two more hands you got Esther and then Alex all right let's have an arm wrestle to see who goes first get those two virtual hands all right all right who else pick one esther's first all right Esther. mine i just wanted to say to paul um since we spoke last um i had a a point of um I was taking a skillful means walk and um, the ideas that were um, very uncomfortable were trying to pop in and um, and it was it was kind of funny because it didn't matter what was coming up in the mind. And so I guess what I'm saying is that um, I am traveling lighter and it's delightful and fantastic um i had thoughts about no I let's guess, leave it there esther just back up about five feet yeah and just stay there that's your proclamation i'm traveling lighter and it's delightful yes yeah, send it there okay thank you yeah. so much let's ask the divine editor he says yeah yeah yeah, that's, that's great. All right, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. And next, folks. Hello, hi. Am I hey. being? Is there hearing? <laughs> I can hear you. Yes. All right. Cool. I'm in the grocery, so there might be some sick tunes in the background. Um. Well, I'm uh. So I uh talked to. You uh, I don't know, last week, week before, um, the message is hitting pretty good, traveling lighter, blah, blah, blah. Um, yes. I'm headed into a uh, career of... I think we, left, with, we lost you. Uh, how about now? 50% of now? Hey, Maybe. we can't hear you. Yeah. How about now? Am I good? Now, yes. Now I can hear you, yeah. You must have went okay. down to Nile. <laughs> all right all right well uh yeah well, so i'm doing great no problems with me well i mean all the problems are with me but um yeah uh yeah. no problems with the actual me but i'm headed into a you know i gotta make money so i'm headed into a career uh helping people with their mental health and whatnot and um you know i'm gonna use plain language here but I've had a lot of benefit from this message and it's to the point where I don't see 
um, really how to help anyone without the message in some way. Um, and so I know that it's kind of said pretty frequently that this is not a therapy. And I, and I guess because that's because there's got to be some sort of willingness. Um, and so I don't know. I guess do you think it's a waste of time to uh, mold this message and, and use it in that context uh, and seeing that the relief from the symptoms is not what you need. It's, it's relief from the symptom or... Um, but maybe just it, you know, your seat assignment is to help people relieve symptoms. And that's okay. uh, that's the service. Yeah. And right. there's, hey, there's a lot of uh, where people who have those symptoms and barking, a relief from them is a pretty big fucking deal. So right. it's a nice role to play. And uh, yeah, this is like, let's say I'm managing a lot of people in my life. I can still be managed, managing a lot of people. Yeah. So the attitude is, uh, you know, like when you're providing soup at the soup kitchen, the person doesn't care what your intentions are giving them the soup. They want the soup. Yeah. 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 So. And you don't know, this may be very helpful and maybe you can actually, a lot of times people are more apt to hear something when they're relieved of some more other burdens. That's one of the reasons why we talk about non-duality, not as a skillful means, because when you're really upset, you're going to try to use it like a drug to get out of something. Yes. And therefore it's nice when you come to, you arrive at the message and you're not looking for an escape with it. So you can let it hit you. That's what I mean when I'm saying that. I like, if you see an addict, they're going to see everything as a drug. So if I'm, if I'm feeling bad about myself, I don't want to feel that. Then when I hear a message, you're not a self. Great. Let me entertain that as a self <laughs> because I want to feel better. See, that's why I don't think it works. But uh, if this is, again, you mentioned you're in Rome, you got to make some lira, you got to make some euros. And if this is your, you're equipped to be of help to people, see what happens. Yeah. 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 Okay, thank you. Yeah. And if it, uh, you can, it's imagine, it, the trippy thing is, what we are speaks louder than what we say in a lot of cases. So if you're entertaining and relieve, getting relief from this message, it's going to come through yeah. how you, yeah. what you're doing. It is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah cool. They yeah. say something and you'll go, wow, well, you can, there may be not a, a real structure called self. It may be a manufacturer. What? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Very. Go finish your shopping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Take care, guys. Yeah. Anyone else? Are we going to take off? Everyone's getting uh, antsy here. Yeah. Uh, no other hands. They're not how good the latte is going to be. It's going to be great. Yeah. Is that all right? Let's start saying goodbye.
Yeah, yeah. First of all, I want to say, well, I'm going to see all of you at coffee, so I'm not going to say goodbye. I'm going to get up here so I can see everyone. David Binnerman, I see you moving there. There he is. Nice to see you. Sarah Swati, I hope uh, something got through. If not, you got through to me, so it's nice. Yes? Yeah. We got Sherry. Nice to see you, Sherry, down in San Diego. John S. Florida. Dennis W. I don't see a name here. I can't see. I think it's Mike. It's Mike. Alex. Uh, we got Eric P. Esther. Beautiful, Esther. Now, yeah. Live before that period. It's nice, yeah. Kenneth, as always, nice to see you. Thank you for that moving share, Kenneth. It's very uh, nice. David Bitterman. There's Vlad, my my uh, my my tenant at the trailer for two weeks. He still hasn't given me a good Yelp yet. All right, it's okay. It's all right. Nice to see you, Vlad, as always. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Paul. Oh, yes. John S., Pancho, nice to see you, Pancho. Chris B., as always. Terry Camarillo, California. Jeffrey in Seattle, picking up eyes for those who can see. Mark S., Andre, Gio, Gio from Brazil. Always a pleasure. Ariane, nice to see you. Miak, she's in Adelaide, Australia. Let me see okay. who else. We got Cahil Malkin. Malkin, uh, he was with us in the beginning here. Mike, Jules on vocals. Uh, David Bitterman. Zoe, Zoe in Japan. Zoe Banks. Wow. Jeffrey, Paula, Fletch, Lisa. Always a pleasure, Lisa. Holly, uh, I think I got everyone. If I missed you, uh, I didn't miss you. Kevin, have a Yelp account? Do I have a Yelp account? <laughs> the trailer. Does the trailer have a Yelp account? No, no. Is no, it an Airbnb? Oh, yeah. You ever see? <laughs> it no, it's not an Airbnb. Uh, privately. Privately. It's only for special customers. <laughs> yeah. 